Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Many different voices clamor for our attention these days. We have voices from the news media, voices from government leaders and from bloggers and politicians and celebrities and friends and families. These voices tell us what to think, what to feel, how to behave, what we should be believing and doing. And yet, remember, it was because Adam and Eve listened to a strange voice that we find ourselves in this broken and messed up world. So, with so many different voices bombarding us every day, it's important for us to consider who it is we're listening to. That's why this morning we will consider the scene of Peter, James, and John with Jesus on the mountain of transfiguration. There's much to see here. There, Jesus' face shone like the sun. His clothes were white as light. And with him are Moses and Elijah. But this morning... It's not about what we see, it's about what we hear. God the Father speaking during one of the most dazzling visual spectacles that's ever taken place. So this morning, we are going to see that the voice from the cloud instructs us to listen to Christ. And it instructs us to listen to Christ because he is the beloved son. Jesus brings Peter, James, and John up on a high mountain. They have the unique privilege of seeing Jesus in all his glory ahead of his death, resurrection, and ascension. So right there before their eyes, Jesus' face shone with the brilliance of the sun, and his clothing were white as if it were light itself. Jesus was letting them have a glimpse of his divine majesty. It's what we say in the creed, God of God, light of light, very God of very God. We confess it, Peter, James, and John, they saw it with their own eyes. And then, nearly as impressive, Moses and Elijah appear. Moses, who's been long dead, Elijah, taken to heaven. And now they're present, talking with the glorious, glorified Christ, despite both being long gone. What does Peter want to do? Peter wants to preserve the moment. He wants this to last all week long. And so he wants to set up some tents. And, he and just as he begins babbling, he's interrupted. All at once, the same cloud that covered Mount Sinai, the same one that filled the temple and their tabernacle, the same pillar of cloud that guided Israel, it covers the entire mountain. God the Father hides his own bright splendor in the cloud. And from the cloud comes the voice of God. This is my son, my beloved one, in whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Listen? Listen and not look? Why go through all the razzle-dazzle, bright-as-the-sun stuff 
if the whole intent is for the ears and not for the eyes. It's not maybe what you might have expected the father to say. So God tells us, listen to him. He's the one I love. What he's saying is true and it's necessary. We don't get to see the bright as the sun Jesus. So how are we supposed to listen to him today? Jesus comes to us, and he comes to us in the word, and that is a good Jesus to have. That is your mountaintop experience. The Jesus we get comes hidden to us in the word. That's who you're supposed to listen to. The glorious Christ meets you in the Word, even when you're struggling in life. He doesn't overwhelm you with displays of power, but comes gently, humbly, graciously. We don't need to experience a bright as the sun Jesus. We need to listen to the Jesus we already have. This is the point that St. Peter himself makes when he thinks about his mountain of transfiguration experience a couple decades later. And he writes that in our epistle reading. The coming of Jesus fulfilled all of the Old Testament prophecies. Peter says that the transfiguration proved and confirmed all of those prophets right. Then Peter gives us a warning. It is nighttime. The world is covered with darkness and sin and deceit. Our only hope to survive the night is to have the lamp going before us. And Peter says that God's word is the lamp. And he pleads with us, keep your eyes on it. Don't turn away after some other voice. The word of God is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path in this very dark world. And so Peter says all Christians need to pay attention to God's word. That includes you. You need to read the Bible every day. And more than just a couple verses. It needs to be the air that you breathe. Why? Because Jesus himself is speaking to you in the words of Holy Scripture. This morning, God says, listen to Christ. Listen to him. And don't listen to anyone else but him. Many of us maybe read our Bibles. We, we even come to church fairly regularly. But we don't actually listen to him. Sure, we'll listen to the parts of God's word that we like, but we end up ignoring the parts of God's word we don't like or find too difficult. How often when we read the word, we read it selectively. We love the promises, its hope, the comfort it offers us, but we ignore, we set aside its rebuke or other hard things in there. God the Father does not give us this option. You do not get to pick and choose. Either the Bible is the inspired word of God, as St. Peter said, or it isn't. The words of our Father should be ringing in your ear. 
Since Jesus is God's son, we'd better listen to what he says, even if we don't like it, especially if we don't like it. Since Jesus is God's son, we need to listen to him. Listen when he tells you to love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, and soul. Listen when he tells you to love your neighbor as yourself. Listen when he rebukes you for your sin. When he tells you that those very sins are forgiven because he shed his blood for you by his innocent suffering and death. Listen to him. Lent begins this week. And it's a good time for us to take inventory of ourselves and see how well we've been listening. But why? Why should we listen to Jesus? The Father doesn't just tell us to listen to him. He gives us the reason. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. The Father identifies who Jesus is. The same voice that spoke from, the, from heaven at Jesus' baptism speaks here. And he claims that Jesus is his son. This Jesus was undoubtedly a man, but he is no ordinary man. He's also the only begotten son of God. Jesus' humanity and his deity are joined together. True God and true man in one person. It tells you that even though his divinity might have been deeply buried in his humanity while he was on earth, the fullness of deity still dwells in him bodily. And the Father reveals his relationship with the Son. He tells you two things about it. He says, I love my Son, and I am pleased with him. God cherishes his Son. He's well pleased with his Son. When the Father looks at the incarnate Son, he enjoys and admires and loves and cherishes what he sees. And that is the basis of your salvation. The infinite love that the Father has for the Son makes it possible for me, a wicked sinner, to be accepted by God. How? God the Father declared his approval for Jesus. He did it at the baptism. He did it again at the transfiguration. Jesus then, by his death, paid for your sins. And God announced his approval a third time when he rose him from the dead. God was pleased with Jesus. And because you are united to Jesus by faith, God is pleased with you. Moses gave us the law. Elijah was the greatest of the prophets, uniquely honored by God. But when we listen to the voice from the cloud, it tells us to listen to Jesus because of who he is. Who is he? Jesus is the beloved son of God. That makes Jesus the mediator between God and man because he is both God and man. Moses and Elijah reflected God's glory. Jesus is the glory of God. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus, and only Jesus, God's own son in the flesh, came to die to save you. Jesus, and only Jesus, 
was crucified and bear your sins. He is God's beloved son. Hear his words. His words are words of eternal life. Moses can't save you, but he can point you to the one who can. Elijah can't even save you, but he can point you to the one who can. Yes, sinners, one and all, listen to the voice of God's beloved son when he invites you. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yes, St. Peter's, listen to Jesus and keep on listening. He alone has the words which will give you eternal life. Listen to him when he says, this body is his blood, this, this bread is his body given for you. This wine is his blood shed for you. Listen to him when he promises that he will give you eternal life. Listen to him when he says that because he lives, you shall live. Listen to him when he says that you will be like Christ in glory. Listen to him. And the voice is not just for your ears. Many others around us need to hear this voice and to hear what we hear. So bring others here so that they can listen to the word of the Lord. Today we have been with the disciples on the Mount of Transfiguration. And what did we hear? We hear the Father's voice from the cloud, identifying Jesus as his beloved Son. And we see how much God loves his Son, that he would send his Son to suffer and die for us. And God tells us to listen to Jesus and to keep on listening our whole life long. And if it is God's own Son who suffers and dies for us, if Jesus speaks the word, of eternal life. Well, then let's listen to him. And may the peace of God, which guards all, uh, may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.